Ladies and gentlemen, punters of all ages, welcome back to the Mock Racing Club podcast. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and as always, I am joined by Nick Highland. How are you, mate? Very good, very good. I am very keen for this weekend with the Doncaster being the big one down in Sydney and a couple of other good ones in there as well. So I'm pretty keen to crack into it. Yeah, big weekend, big weekend. The, uh, the championships is basically like the grand finals of racing, isn't it? A lot of these races you had to qualify for and all of these horses have gone through different uh, races to uh, get into the big ones and a lot of stakes level races today and it's just a bunch of all-stars going against each other. It's going to be real enjoying watch on the weekend, I reckon. Yeah, you're not wrong. But um, how was your, just before you, how was your Easter long weekend? We took the break last week to uh, reflect on bigger things than the punt. Uh, Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was good. Good break. Good time to spend with family and, and stuff. So, yeah. How about you, mate? How was yours? Yeah, it was good. Spent time with family. It was absolutely crushed, though, to uh, find out that Arcadia Queen, like it was uh, rumoured to be, Arcadia Queen had to be retired because of that injury similar to Russian Camelot. That was very sad. Yeah, very sad. It's sad to see so many good horses this prep getting taken down. And ending their careers, really. So it's a bit annoying, but that's racing. So That is. You're very correct. All right. If there's nothing else to discuss, we'll get stuck straight into the tips. We're just uh, running down the amazing 10-race card at Randwick this weekend. Um, I don't know why. RaceNet and, uh, well, everything. RaceNet, Racing.com, Sportsbet, they've all been reporting that the track is a heavy not sure why the track is heavy at the moment. There were some brief showers yesterday, but other than that, really nothing's been coming down in Sydney. It's been clear skies, 30-degree days, and the same is tipped for tomorrow. So um, it might start on a soft or a heavy, but by the end of the day, it should be a good, and I've done my tips as so. Also, the rail is in a true position, so there shouldn't be any major track bias when it comes to our running lines and barriers. All right, race one, 1,100 metres, the kindergartens. Stakes will be the one to start the day here. And I reckon Vondula, Lass, Subterranean, and Best Side that are going to be the ones that run to the front. I would suggest favourite Paul L will be ridden nice and soft behind the leaders, just holding the slipstream before popping out in the final straight. Um, going to be personally staying away from the first starters, though. You know that I'm not a very good first starter punter, Nick. But if I'm if you're really keen to take a first starter, I'd say the Bahama would probably be the best option after a strong showing in one her one and only trial. However, I'm personally leaning towards King of Sparta. He's a smart young cult that just missed out on a golden slipper start after he was left searching for a little more ground in the silver slipper. That's ground that he's going to get here. Plus, he was behind Billion Dollar Baby in a recent trial. And if you haven't heard that name yet, you'll probably hear it soon. On Wednesday, it won very well at Canterbury. So that's a big tick in form for me if King of Sparta is running a close second behind that horse. So uh, I reckon from the first barrier, Tommy Berry just grabs the... um the behind of uh, Vondula Lass, who's going to lead, and just rides it all the way to the win. Ride its coattails all the way, so it just pops out behind her and then beats it to the line. $8 to win and $2.60 to place. Outstanding each way play to start the day, in my mind. So I will be on King of Sparta. Nick? Yeah, I agree completely. I was going to pick the same horse. So you covered everything that needed to be said. So that was very nice. So $8 to win is a pretty good price for it. So we'll take that. We'll get on to race two here. Uh, 1,600 metres, the Carbine Club Stakes. It's a nice race here, fast pace. Um, easy Campes should lead. Marcinet, Poland and Kiku should push as well. 
Spanish fighter and high supremacy should settle down the back and the rest of the field make the midfield. It's a pretty simple one here, and I think we're going to start off two races with the same tip here, Kashi, and it's going to be Kiku, a horse that we have backed in pretty much all of our starts. One last start on the Kensington track, which Kashi tipped on our Instagram, and it would be rude to get off her. So that'll be my tip at $4.60 for race two. 100%. 100%. Love Kiku. Going to back her in for the loyalty bet. As you said, $4.60 at the moment. Came in when I did my research on Wednesday. It was at $6.50 with a $7.50 boost. So uh, that was overs, and it still is overs at $4.60. I'm absolutely stoked to see our girl Kiku at the stakes level. So hopefully she goes well. Very nice. We'll move on to race three, 1,400 metres, the country championships final. Months and months of qualifying races build to this huge final for these country-based horses. All of these horses had to either win or come second in heavily contested races to qualify here. So all coming with excellent form. And it's also a difficult race to map, meaning we have to dig a little deeper to find the winner. It's just incredibly open here. Lots of value to be had. Cowby will be all over this one. For instance, there is there's another one at $11. Rothenberg at $10. And I'll just mention Charmer Baby. When I did my research, I thought it was value at $41. It's come into $19. So you might want to watch that play. If it comes in anymore, I'd be jumping on it because the market seems to have uh, picked up on something and they might be rating Charmer Baby for a shock upset win. But um, personally, I think the favorite was born to win this one. Art Cadeau is just a class horse that I've been following since his incredible five straight second place streak you would have heard me on the podcast say i hope this week is the week that he breaks that streak and he did then he went and won excellently to qualify for this race so he's found wins ever since he's um had that five straight seconds and so i think tommy berry is in for another huge win here and i've backed him in for a third straight race i'll back the two dollar 80 price in on art Cadell. Very nice. Um, I was honestly thinking the same thing, but with the value in this race, it's hard to not pick one. So I'll cover someone else here, and that's another one. Uh, good win at Wagga last start on the heavy track by two and a half lengths here. And, yeah, I, I, I really like the look of it. It's pretty deep, and its prep is the only thing that I'm worried about. So it probably isn't peaking for this race. It's probably a little bit past peaking, but who who knows? It's it's part of the punt, so you got to pick one. So that'll be my tip. Another one at $11 and $3.50 for the place isn't too bad. Lovely stuff. Race four, we get on to the Adrian Knox stakes at 2,000 metres. Uh, it's a pretty big field here, fast pace. Ezafash uh, should push forward and lead from barrier one. Checkerboard, Darling Diamond and Credit Crunch off pace. Bargain, Flexible and Tycoon Halley out the back and the rest in the midfield. There's not really too much sticking out for me in this big field, to be honest, and it's probably one that I will not be betting on. So I'll keep it very quick. Ezafar, for me, should lead the whole race and hopefully snag the win. My tip at $10 and $3.30. I love the way we're thinking today, Nick, because um, I'm also on Ezafar. Ezafar is another one of our favourites that we've been backing at the weekly level over and over again, and it's just been saluting for us every time. So like you said earlier with Kiku, it's rude to get off. I feel bad for hopping off the Tommy Berry train, even though I think Flexible could win him the early quaddy if my first three tips get up. But um, yeah, $10 to win and $3.30 to plays is overs for a talented filly that can get it done with Isafar. I think if she leads from that first barrier, she can go all the way here and uh, really looking forward to it. So uh, we move on. Race 5, 2,600 metres. 
with the uh, Chairman's Quality Handicap. Big race, very big race, longest race of the day. Um, but it's going to be a real moderate pace. It's a stayers race. I reckon they'll go slow out the gates and just come home hard. Uh, Sacramento, Quick Thinker, and Hush Rider are going to be those ones to come from the wide barriers to lead, and they're all going to—they're they're all three um, horses that could definitely win this. Like Quick Thinker, we've back before on the potty. Sacramento, we've back before on the potty. Um, but I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I'll get straight to the point. I think Sacramento is too good here. Four dollar fifty, even though it's a favourite price. You don't see many favourites going around at that price, and I think it's overs for a horse that just relishes the Randwick track, and it hasn't missed the top three in the last six six starts. So I reckon Sacramento could win a big way here. Big strong run for Sacramento, I reckon. So that'll be my tip. Like you said earlier, you said that Quick Thinker is a very big chance in this race. And I think that is quite correct. And at $16, I think that is a perfect price for a horse that hasn't really shown its form in this spell. But definitely just, it's a very good horse. So it has, it has the potential to get it done and it hasn't shown at this prep but i'm going to give it a chance here i reckon to be peaking for this race at 16 dollars and four dollars 40 i think you could make some good money off that uh damien lane on board great jockey as we all know barrier eight looks very nice to me as well so that'll be my tip for race five love the stuff race six here the atc sires produce 1400 meters group one event for ramwick Fast-paced, uh, lightsaber should lead, four moves ahead following. Halal, Daily Bugle, down the back and the rest in the mids. Uh, Animo's a clear favourite here after the run in the slipper. I feel the extra 200 metres to the race should help enormously. Way too short to get on, however, so you just stay away from it. My tip for this r- race is a horse we have followed for its short career, Halal. Like the way Halal goes about it and deserves my tip again here at $11 and $2.60 is a very good price for such a class horse. Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong there. I was thinking you'd maybe have a cheeky roughy punt on uh, Queen of Rizardry, your old favourite, just because J-Car's gone on board. I was think- thinking about it, thinking about it, but I stayed away. Didn't like its run last start at the um, slipper, so... Well, it was no good in the slipper. But um, before I was doing my research, I was tossing up between a favourite of mine four moves ahead. But I just decided I don't like the fact that it's never seen a good track. If it comes out on this good track and blitzes them like I know it could, then you know it's an absolute star and can get it done on all sorts of track. But since she's never seen the uh, the wet, no, sorry, the dry conditions... I'm going to back in a horse instead that has, and that's Captivant. Super proud of his efforts in the Golden Slipper, and unlike a lot of the horses in the field, he has seen and won on a good track. So I think $11.60 is a price that is real value here. That's ridiculous for one of the only horses in the field that has won on this sort of track conditions. So if Tom Marquan rides him the right way, I think he can certainly get the upset here. So I'll back him in Captivant at $11.60 for me. Very nice. All right, we move to race seven, another 2,000 metres, two kilometres for the Australian derby, and it's a cracker field. Cracker field every year, but this year is outstanding. Yale Town will be the only one to try and go forward here, and fresh off a win at the $7, $17 price could be overs, but um, I'll stay away. Uh, you know why? I'll stay straight off the bat. One of our other favourites from weekly level, Toscanini, comes to the Saturday races. And with Jamie Carr on board, that's just exciting as a Toscanini fan. $34 to win. I'll probably have 
a little bit of money on each way. And if it wins, there will be cheers around the Cashmore table at dinner time. But however, my main tip will be Skylab. Remember back to the slipper day where I backed him in to come second behind Mawanga and it happened? Well, not only is that a massive tick form-wise for me, also giving you the uh, the $25 Quinella or whatever it was, it's a massive tick form-wise for Skylab itself. $4.40 to win, genuinely the one to beat in my mind with J-Mac on board. Has an amazing turn of foot, so if he gets out at the right time, his final 200 metres could be absolutely enormous. I'd be backing Skylab in for sure. Fair enough here, but uh, I'm going with another one that we've backed for its two two starts this prep, and it's Quayquay. Craig Williams on board at $9.50 and $3.10. It's a pretty good price. Uh, just hasn't seen to get it done, especially at the last start. In, I'm pretty sure it was in the race against Mawanga. Yeah, and Skylab. Yeah. So, But I think it has a better chance here, so I'll give it another chance at $9.50. So, yeah. We've got race eight. The TJM Stakes, another group one here at the 1,200 metres. Fast-paced race, Nature Strip should lead, followed closely by Eduardo. September Run and Mask Crusader down the back and the rest settle in the mids. I reckon September Run deserves some respect here. Earlier in the year, raced a brilliant race against the likes of Bivouac and Nature Strip and came second. The race being at 1,000 metres, she stormed home in the last 200. And if the race was any longer she would have won i think a step up to 1200 will help enormously and could deserve a value bet at 11 dollars and 3 dollars 10 however not my tip for the race nature strip in my opinion and j max opinion as well is an absolute moral winner of the race last year just so much potential in a horse if it rocks up ready to win it will win and it is an absolute moral i reckon at 3 dollars 60 it's probably the best price you'll get for a nature strip horse that is looking so good in this prep. So that'll be my tip. Fair enough. The nature strip owners will be hoping it gets the win to take their winnings from six and a half million up to 8 million with uh, the big prize money to be won here. God, you'd love to have a stake in nature strip, but uh, what a field nature strip, bivouac, Eduardo, Zutori, mass crusader, 11-11, we're big fans of 11-11. Libertini, I'm a good fan of, so Tepper Run. All these horses that are just outstanding in their own right. I also had Hortbury on her with J-Car before she was scratched. Um, now, I'm going with Eduardo. I love the way Eduardo goes about its business. I Before we even started the podcast, when I was just sending out write-ups to the uh, to the boys, I, I noticed that uh, Eduardo was is an absolutely tank and just can show it. I said it was a roughy chance in the Everest. Unfortunately, didn't get the chockies in the Everest, of course. Ran towards the uh, the back there, but um, has came out since and won two on the dot. Absolutely smoked them in its last run. So um, I reckon Eduardo at $4.40 is a great price to have. I reckon Nature Trip and Eduardo will be ha- fighting hard towards the line. And Eduardo, the last time they went head-to-head, edged it out by a whisker. I reckon he can do it again. I'll be backing Eduardo yeah. with Avdallah on the back all the way. Race 9, we skip for the tip-off, the big Doncaster. So we get into race 10. The J-Bell Stakes at 1,200 metres. I seem to get all the shorter races today, all the sprints. So um, Fast-paced race here. Uh, Najmar, Barossa Rosa, and Cal Gary Queen should be the leaders. Never talk, Geest, and All Hallows Eve down the back, and the rest are in the mids. Keeping this quick as there's not much that's sticking out. 
Makrura for me. Great win last start at Mooney Valley with the same distance. Keeps the same jockey and Jamie Carr coming up to Sydney. I think it's a pretty good bet at $6 and $2, so it's a pretty good each-way price. That'll be my tip for this race. Lovely stuff. I'm back on the Tommy Berry train for the final race. Najma saw this talented young filly run a solid second placing at the Canterbury races that I was at in person, and I was impressed immediately. I loved the turn of foot that um she showed coming around the bend there at Canterbury. She then went to the Kensington track and came second once more behind Irish Angel, ironically on St. Paddy's Day. And uh, so $9.50 to win and $3.30 to place is an outstanding price to get a horse that has yet to run a bad race in its career. So I'll be backing in Najma with Tommy Berry on board at $9.50 to win and $3.30 to place for my tip. Nice. All right. That was the uh, Randwick rundown. Going to be just a cracking day of races. Hopefully we have backed many winners there. Keep a lookout for uh, quaddies, multis, anything that we decide on the day. Um, and also make sure we're about to go on the tip-off brought to you by the good people at insidefeed.com.au. Make sure to head to that website, insidefeed.com.au, every Saturday morning to see our Saturday shakedown of the horses that we are most confident in. Lately, been a bit rough, but uh, I will admit last week, we did get one winner, and that was Hungry Heart. So that's all. That's lovely. It was at uh, eight dollars before coming into six dollars winner in the big race in Sydney. So uh, that's one reason you should be tuning in every week to be reading our Saturday shakedown. But uh, we'll start off the WATC Derby. Nick, who have you got and why over at Ascot? Oh, I, I tossed and turned over this one. So there's obviously. A very, very good horse in Western Empire that has won its last three starts and it's priced at Winks, Winks price. Wink. Yeah, it's but it's going to be hard to beat, but let's pick something else to be a bit bit better. Yeah, Lunar Impact for me. Um, pretty good price. Won its last starts at the 2,400 metres at the distance um, at $51 odds it won at, so... $18 odds is pretty good for it. So, yeah, that'll be my tip. Not too much about no, – don't know too much about Lunar Impact or anything about Ascot Racing. So, just going off the odds in the form, but Lunar Impact for me. Fair enough. I'll be taking the $9.50 to win $2.05 to place Temptacion with Farnham on board. Um, yeah, $1.40, way too short for a horse like that. Might just trot it in, but – uh. Why would you bet on that? You're not going to make any money off it. I'd be going for the value of Temptacion, who uh, has gone third, win, win, third in its last four um, starts. So very, very smart young filly, and I reckon Chris Farnham can steer it lovely right, probably behind Western Empire and just, you know, pop out at the end there and uh, head to the line and try and get there first. But uh, so, yeah, you're on, uh, what was it? Sorry, Lunar Impact, and I'm on Tentacion yep. as we move on to the Galilee Series Final in Caulfield. Who do you reckon, Nick? Um, picking Olivia's game here. Daniel Stackhouse on board, $9.50, $2.35. It's another race where they've got a clear favourite in Liquero, I think it is. That's how you say it. Yep. $1.85 for a horse that hasn't really shown it's that, like, that better that much better than its competitors. It's just I don't I don't see the point in betting on the favourite in this race, especially when it's such a long race. But, yeah, Olivia's game for me. Just keep it quick. 
Yeah, so I'll keep it quick as well so we can save some more time for a discussion for the Doncaster. I'm in on through Irish eyes, $4.40 for Mark Zara and the mayor in Eustace Stable. Uh, like the way it won at sale last start out, won by almost two lengths. Just, uh, yeah, savage the line. Absolutely just runs like an absolute dog when it kicks into gear, in my opinion. Four starts in its career. Has only missed the uh, top three once when it was at, on debut. So uh, I reckon it can definitely get a win here at $4.40. So I'm on through Irish eyes. Yeah, very nice. So we get into Doncaster now. Doncaster. What do you reckon, Nick? It's the big one. It's the massive field. 22 horses all battling it out. I'm excited to see this one. A lot of stars going up against each other for this group one. And they're playing almost a million dollars and 800,000. 1,740,000 1,740,000 to be exact. So uh, who have you settled on? I don't know. The way I've gone about this is I've gone who I don't think will win. So obviously a lot of the high prices you can get rid of straight away. But yeah, our dash being at $11 is very much, I think, unders for now. coming Just winning pretty convincingly last week in a group three. But still, it's a Group Three compared to a Group One. It's like it's it's difficult to see why it's at that price. I'd I, I'd put it at at least double that, twenty two dollars. I think good horse, but not. I don't think it'll win the Group One. Um, I don't know. I keep tossing and turning about it. This I'm gonna pick um Avilius or Nah. I'm going Cascadian. I've changed my mind last minute here. Jamie Carr on board, twelve dollars and three dollars seventy. Last two. Starts looked all right, nothing too special, but I'll give it a chance here. Uh, Twelve dollars, three dollars seventy. Cascadian for me. Lovely stuff. Uh, God, it's it was hard to settle on this one. You know, you've got some real talented horses in it. I'll name three, for instance: Mawanga, uh, Aegon, and Funstar. Funstar blinkers going for the first time, and how long is it into its career, and it still needs the blinkers? I think that's just desperation from the camp to try and get it back to form that I don't think it'll ever find again. Aegon and Mawanga both have synthetic hoof fillers for the first time. And that's a gear change that, you know, it doesn't make too much of an impact, but I just don't like it personally because it shows that something's gone wrong with it in the lead up to the race. And just, it's one, it's one of the more negative uh, gear changes in my mind, but you know, they might come out and win and I'd love to see them. They're great horses. I'd love to see them win. Um, Forbidden love for me, massive danger. I'll just say that straight away. Not going to be my main tip. But um, at $14 to win and $4.20 to place, I love me a bit of Forbidden Love. So I would definitely be watching out for that. Um, God, it's it's a hard one, but I think I'm going to have to do it. I think I'm going to have to go Mugger 2. I know it's a favourite. I don't normally back favourites in this race, but um, I reckon just it's just proven itself. It has seems to rise to the occasion. Regular races doesn't seem to go that well, but rises to the occasion. Raced excellently in the uh, the Cox, smashed them in the uh, the All Star Mile, and while that was on, you know, those were wet conditions. People seem to forget because it, it, if it's in the wet, Mugger Two just absolutely blitzes them. People seem to forget that out of its five starts on a good track, it's won three of them, and comes second in the fourth. It's only missed the top three once in all of its good tra- um, track starts, so it can get it done. So I reckon Huey Bowman. Needs to step up to the plate here. Needs to jump on board and really steer Mugger 2 home here. 
I, I really think Muggatu can get it done at $4.50. While, you know, the prices are something left to be desired, I reckon Muggatu can continue its reign of form purely because it just it's a horse that loves to rise to the occasion. It's a, it's a diamond under pressure. So, uh, yeah, Muggatu for me. Fair enough. Well, that's, so that was that the, the uh, yeah, the great tip-off. We're, uh, we're almost even. I think I've edged you out just a couple of times. I think I'm in front by about one or two for the tip-offs this year. But uh, that's just purely because it's a, it's a matter of points at this point. Like, we, we normally are very, very even. It normally always comes down to the last race with these sort of things. But, uh, yeah, great tip-off brought to you by insidefeed.com.au. Make sure to check them out. They will take care of you. Up-and-coming brand. Make sure to get on board before they become the next Fox Sports and you can say you were there from the ground up. But uh, so that's the potty for this week, Nick. Uh, anything else to say to the punters? You got a best bet for the day? You got anything if you'd have one bet? Oh, not really. I got a, uh, I think Nature Strip is just going to be too strong, honestly. And $3, like I said before, it's a pretty good price for Nature Strip who could absolutely flop it and run too keen like it does sometimes. But this this prep, it looks pretty good, and I'm going to give it a ch- another chance here. So $3.60, I think that'll be my best bet for the day. Nature Strip. Fair enough. I'll be on Kiku for my one bet of the day. Love it too much to jump off. Tommy Bearer, CJ Wallet combo in the purple and white. Just absolute peak. Love it. I hope it absolutely rolls the Irishman favourite. Kiku for me. So, uh... Since that's the potty, ladies and gentlemen, we'll um we'll sign off for now. Good luck. Hopefully, remember to gamble responsibly. Always stake what you're willing to lose because that's just a punt. You know, you can't win everything. So, uh, yes, and also make sure to keep an eye on the Instagram for all tips regarding NRL and AFL over the weekend. We've had a great start to the week with our two best bets getting up for the uh, Thursday night game. Hopefully, we continue that form over the weekend. So, uh, good luck on the punt, guys. That's the TMRC for this week. We will see you next week. See you, lads.